Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, 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 Ken Rashawn on Amplified Voice America, and we are live again in D.C. The weather is actually pretty good, a little cold, ready for spring. How are you doing, Dr. Andrea? I am absolutely fabulous, and it's gorgeous here this morning in Ohio. It was like a winter wonderland. Everything has that gorgeous ice snow on it, and there was a fog, so it just looked like you were in this winter wonderland everywhere you went. Quite exciting. That is probably because of the winter queen witch of Narnia has taken over your area and beautified it, so... That's awesome. I think that is very possible. <laughs> so I, I, I need to get the book. Uh, it's upstairs, I think. But the birthday book for Black History Year comes out tomorrow, February 1st. And many thanks to you for all the wonderful we transfers that I have received with all the events you've been covering. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. And there's more to come. I found some more last night that hadn't been downloaded. So, ah, oh, there's so much all this work we're throwing at Ken all the time, Dr. Smiley. Just to remind everyone, you're listening to Amplified with your host, Dr. Ken Rashawn, also known as Dr. Smiley. And I'm Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. I'm also the not only the executive producer of this show, but the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement, for which we is our charity of choice for Amplified. And we save lives by inspiring inspiring smiles with a dose of hope so that people can overcome their dental and mental challenges by being resilient and muddling through and overcoming anything so that they can do it with a smile. And Ken, I wanted to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are the Red yes, Carpet Connection, <laughs> the Keep Smile, or excuse me, the Red Carpet Connection, uh, the Umbrella Syndicate, Voice America Influencers Channel, menfashion.com. Again, that's men fashion.com mymakeuplady.com i'm in her location right now and uh who am i missing perfect publishing and uh thank you, you so much we got the design right yep got it because mm -hmm. i've been We're doing so many push-ups it's actually pushing my shirt up a little bit more than Ooh. normal i did awesome. two push-ups last week and it's causing some issues so bulking up it has its price it happens. <laughs> so, so we have some really live great, stream, by the way. Yes. Yes. Uh, Zoom is being delayed on there getting that uh, signed up, but we are live now. And uh, it's always fun. We never know exactly what face we'll have on when we come on. You know, sometimes you get that, you know, stutter. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, how was your week? Oh, you know, I uh, uh, I don't remember my week. Um, my my week ended on a, a sad note, <laughs> um, which I'm choosing to be happy about. It's um, my grandmother died on Friday, Frances Jean Poe, and I luckily I did record her keep smiling story, and we do have her keep smiling picture, and um, 
I just watched the video uh, this weekend, and it was really lovely to hear the beautiful things that she had to say. And uh, although uh, sh her death was unexpected, um, she lived a very happy life. And she said, uh, although she didn't want to die, she would be okay if she did die because of her beliefs, and she missed her husband, my Grandpa Poe. So um, Celebration of Life will be this weekend. So uh, cool. she's a, a beautiful lady. So lots, lots of good. So for those of you listening who have someone you love and maybe is getting a little elderly, you may want to connect with them on downloading their story and share how their journey has taken them to where they are now and hopefully a life they love. And it's just so vital because there are so many people that unfortunately have their parents or grandparents uh, transfer and they don't get to actually hear the story. So it's very important. My mom passing gave me really a lot of enlightenment of how precious life is. Wrote my first book, 36 books later. I thank her for showing me that very precious message. Been, um, it's been challenging, but it was uh, my mom's birthday, who's mymakeuplady.com, who's one of our sponsors. Uh, her birthday was a Saturday. And so uh, very challenging to lose your mom the day before your birthday, but we, um, we got through it and, um, and had some happy memories uh, talking about her this weekend. So um, it's, you know, one of the things that's really And I really want to thank her for always taking a flight out in Southwest to BWI <laughs> and doing my makeup. Because this doesn't come easy. This is not a look that actually happens without a lot of work. I mean, your mom is so gifted. We start at usually five or four in the morning, and I don't think it's going to happen by eight or nine. And then sure enough, by 1030, she's created this. So... I'm so thankful. <laughs> thank you, Ken. Uh, well, thank you for the laugh. And that's one of the things is that regardless of what's going in your life, if you remember to smile, it really does help you get through your day. And while it might seem like a Band-Aid in the moment, you get enough Band-Aids on and eventually you heal. And uh, that's to me what a smile is. is <clears throat> every smile, that little Band-Aid really gets you to a point where you can live in joy and happiness and, and laugh about things again. Well, I wish I was joking, but this is five hours. I hope it's enough. <laughs> hmm. so we have a cameo we have we do. an amazing woman yeah we have to bring her on uh yes uh let's bring uh them on uh nico longoria nico longoria she uh they uh, a fiery hispanic comic artist concept artist and illustrator a graduate from savannah college of art and design in 2020 a bfa in sequential art and an afa in fine art entire life they dreamt of changing the world through art and wonder of storytelling naturally an artist was what came about. Uh, their work focuses on traditional media with the use of texture and elaborate stories that revolve around escapism into sci-fi and fantasy world. And their characters fight against the real world struggles with found family, overcoming personal limitations and choosing what to fight for, what makes a difference in the world. So excited to have you on. And here you are, Nico Longoria. Yay! Hi! Hello, happy birthday. Thank you, I really appreciate it. Well, how lucky are we that we get to have you on as a little spotlight cameo on your birthday? I do want to say that there's some other birthdays, if you don't mind, we're going to share so you know to meet these people later and say, I either share the birthday or the day before. So I want to actually um, share that we have uh, Stephen Gaffney, who has made 
many contributions to the DC area and also been a really wonderful sponsor for us. That was yesterday. And then we have um, Wayne Zamora. And of course we have you and we have Adam Wilbur, who's one of our dose of hope chapter writers with this book. And Nico, I know you're going to be writing your chapter of how you create inspiration in the world. Yes, I am. So we have to give a shout out to Tula Stamets who had a bridal show in January um, which is still this month, but at the Timonium Fairgrounds. And I met you just as I was leaving and I saw your amazing illustrations and said, wow, this is amazing. What do you do? And you shared, go ahead. Well, I, um, so I am a concept artist, con- uh, illustrator and comic book artist. Why I was at the bridal show is because I was also advertising doing art for brides and their families to do memory art for them paintings along with caricatures for them as well. Thank you. And your, uh, your illustrations are so comic real. I mean, you could be a Marvel comic artist. Thank you. (laughs) So you just met a client of mine. Her name is Roz uh, and she has a book called. Oh, she, sorry. She has a book called, uh, sorry, the, uh, the answer for Abigail. Yes. And you're creating this. And today on your birthday, you won the, the actual agreement of you doing her book. Yes. I get the, the joy to be able to work with her. She is such a wonderful person. And I'll just share a little more about this. And I want to actually give you a chance to share what you're doing and what you are excited about. But you may be going on July 4th to New York City, to the Statue of Liberty, to actually celebrate her book launch yes yes we are (laughs) and see manifested and here we are we're in realism so um what's it like uh, working with Roz so far well she's very creative and has wonderful ideas she really wants to create a story about inspiration and how children find their dreams and how to nurture those dreams throughout your life and so reading her manuscript was so much fun and she has such great ideas we're going to be doing a whole book in watercolor and, oh, maybe a second, and maybe a second book for Max, which yes. is her other grandchild. So, so, um, so uh, Roz, is that the book that I had read to the, uh, yes. the girl? The com- oh, yeah, that's a nice yeah. story. Yes, because yeah, she was, it was, Roz is so funny because she was like, well, what do you think? I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? This is a gorgeous story that needs to be told. I'm so glad well, you guys are bringing it to life like that. Oh, wow. Well, m- most importantly, uh, Nico has not just won the agreement and contract to do this book, but Ross and I have been looking for months for someone that would actually have the heart and soul to bring this book to life. And so, Nico, congratulations. I'm so glad I met you. Um, What are some of the things you're excited about this year? So this year, I'm really excited to be starting to work with you. These are some really cool children's books that I'm going to get to work on. I also have started my own um, studio this year as well. And I have a few other comic books or graphic novels that I'm working on myself. How do people connect with you? I use Instagram is mainly the place that people see my art and they message me through there. And I've had a few authors who's contacted me through my Instagram. And you're bringing some of your authors you've worked with to our studio. So we can actually show their key smiling, um, not just card, but also their soul of how they actually create smiles in the world. Yes. (laughs) How did you get the name Nico? So Nico comes from my middle name, Nicole. And my brother and my mom actually helped me come up with this new nickname and that I now go by is Nico. 
Okay. So we're going to be sure to share not only the amazing work you do, the comic illustrations, but what's your tie to Alzheimer's? So my grandfather, he actually passed away a few years ago from Alzheimer's and dementia. And he, he was diagnosed with it a few years beforehand. And it was a really hard time to watch the progress of this, this infliction take him. And when he finally passed is when I was going to school for comic art. And I came up with these different stories and wanting to find ways to be able to tell his story or to tell the story of these families that are going through it. So Nico, I think this is our, our most important bond we have together is that Alzheimer's is why I know you because when my mom passed by Alzheimer's, I really grew to appreciate how precious life is, but also how to create a purpose in life. And so I'm thankful that you're going to possibly be telling a story. I shouldn't say possibly. We are going to be telling a story of how important memory is and how important our grandparents are to the lineage of our storytelling. Yes, we are. So um, Kenny's book, probably his seventh or eighth book, will be a book that you're doing. And I'm elated that you are part of the journey that Kenny's having to create a legacy and an inspiration. Those of you who are tuning in for the first time, when he is saying Kenny, he's talking about K3, Kenny, his son, Ken's son, who is eight years old, and he's a multiple author as well. So Nico, you're going to rock it with Kenny's book about memory, Alzheimer's, and grandparents. So we haven't come up with the exact concept, but what I've come up with so far with you, I'm so excited about Oh, Me too. Like a great, great venture. Oh, and thank All you right. guys for helping me step into, I'm very fortunate. My grandmother was extremely healthy, lived independently and was 95. So the, the gift that I have had my entire life to be, you know, 52 and have a grandmother is pretty awesome. So thank you for helping me see that gift. Yeah, that's, that is the truth. I mean, I lost my grandparents. I'm only 33, by the way. Um, so this is amazing that I have uh, gray hair in my beard. But I lost my grandparents when back in the 70s or 80s. So can you imagine? I was like one at that point. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating some parts of this. But my yeah, point Nico is... Nico did a really good job of keeping a straight face on that one. <laughs> so Nico, I lost my par- a grandparents so long ago. I actually cannot almost relate to what it is to have a grandparent. That's how long ago it was. My son, um, who is K3, I'm K2, and my grand, uh, the, my dad is K1. Who He was the one who came up with this concept of K1, Kenny, James, Roshan, the first, second, third. And so my son only has one grandparent. So it's important that you connect with them, that you love them, that you download all their wisdom because it's precious. It just is precious. Is. So. So I'm glad that we're working together on that particular theme as well. Me too. I'm very excited about this project. And the most important thing, Nico, is happy birthday. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Be well. And we're going to have you on the show, I guess, around July 4th for the release of the Statue of Liberty book with Roz. And she'll be so proud that you are the one that actually unleashed her vision to actually show the world that the theme and her grandchildren are so important to her. You flatter me. Thank you, Nico. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, goodness. You know, Ken, so my grandmother has great-grandchildren who were just at her house last weekend. So Mavis and Warren are three and six, and they got to be with their grandma- great-great 
grandmother. <laughs> so uh, all really? these people. Yeah. So there was five generations of us Thursday. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, the thing I think that's so critical that we share with the audience is that Deanna, you and I all have something very much in common. And, and that's all that we had grandparents. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. I'm muted now. Okay. Oh, we're, uh, by the way, we do not want you muted anymore. Yes, sir. I, I, I agree. I will make sure I stay. <laughs> I mean, a singer can never be muted. I mean, I can sing. Oh, my gosh. She's a, a fabulous lip singer. You're really good. Wow. That was Billy Idol. White Wedding. God, I can't believe I, I cannot believe I read their lips. White Wedding. <laughs> Billy Idol. That's crazy. I'm actually singing Snoop Dogg. <laughs> there you go. So how well, are you? Well, let me share who she is. <laughs> no, we need to know how she is right now. We have to know how she is because yeah. she was taunting me at the beginning of the show with, I have hair, I can comb it. And I was like, wow, that is how you're going to come into the show. That is crazy. That is her. <laughs> because I, I don't appreciate you uh, flaunting the fact that you have hair in front of me right now. I was like, <laughs> exactly. Someone's got to have it. Somebody's going to have it. No, I'm just I, <laughs> I think the push-ups have taken over the fact that I focus here and not here. That's that's all. I'm going to leave what that one right there. What would you think of Nico? Is she amazing? She is. What an inspiration. I just and my my grandma has dementia really like bad too, so I feel her pain there. Well, you know, the, I find that there's no accidents in life. If you look at what the message is and how we've all get brought together for it, and I'm actually picturing somehow this inspires you to do a children's book pretty awesome i think that would be incredible i wrote a children's yeah, so. book my, my son when he was five six years old <laughs> really yeah it was a lot of fun well we're ahead of the game so we're going to bring you in for a proper introduction and i want to hear about that first yeah, because that's news to me, too. So, yay. Uh, so this is Deanna Wheeler. She's a country music artist. She's also a universal recording artist, a beautiful voice, beautiful person, powerhouse. And she has an amazing story. So not only does she wear her heart on her sleeve, you can hear it through her voice and her messages through her music. And she mixes a country sound with pop and a fiery fun flair and she also um, she's a mother of three she's engaged and she served in the Air Force and went to Afghanistan was on tour for a very long time when she had a very young child who was on oxygen at home she was critically injured and set home and she's had amazing stories in her life and Ken one of the things I think will blow you away the most is her recovery from Guillain-Barre syndrome Holy! That in common as well. So you're telling me that we need another hour in the show? Yes, we do. Okay. We need an entire right. HBO special, is what. I'm, so I Deanna, you know that um, Andrea is getting you in this book because there's at least three reasons now, and maybe four, that you should be shared with the 10 million people or more. And we are actually guessing 20 million, 20 million people will download this because of how many influencers are in the book now. We have her story recorded. It is it is done. So yay. So onward and upward to a great show. Yes, sir. I know you're ready, but let's start off with the children's book. That was just a really that was just fun for me and my son to do. He uh, he had this idea, so I decided that I was going to illustrate it as he told it to me. And he had there's a sadness to this too. So I don't hope I don't cry yet. <laughs> it's too early. 
But um, it's about a little boy that used to go to school riding a balloon. And it's called Ride of the Glider. And he faced, you know, trials and tribulations. And there was a hero, which was this little black crow, and would help him get through a little bit of the obstacles, including dogs that try to bite his feet or, you know, anybody that there's a mailman. There's all kinds of different things. But uh, it was about basically overcoming all and being able to soar through it all. How my six-year-old gave me that, I don't know. But um, So is it on Amazon? No, no, it's not out. I just did it for fun. We just, we just did it. Okay, but, can we not do it for fun? And can we do it for not just reality, but for inspiration? I will talk to my manager. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you what uh, my son came up with just the other day, which blew my mind. I mean, way blew That'd my be mind. Amazing. Okay, amazing. He's eight years old. He has his sixth book coming out, seventh book in work learn. Nico is working on the eighth. Okay, you get made my point? He told me on his, on his birthday last year, he said, Daddy, if I do five more books, I'll have 10 books out on my 10th birthday. And by the way, these are legitimately books he works on. Not, these, aren't, these aren't books I'm trying to be the Pinewood Derby dad that does the Pinewood Derby for my son and looks really great. And I shake and he goes, wow, I had nothing to do with that. This is yeah. my son writing these books. Wow. with Google searches and really understanding the message and the theme of what he's creating. For instance, he learned 60 of the periodic table chemicals out of the periodic table, not just the atomic number, but what they're used for in the world, et cetera. So my son, I'm very proud of, but most importantly, he is coming up with ideas like the one I'm about to share with you, which is, Daddy, what I want to make a journal for kids. And I go, okay, well, I thought I made a journal for kids. He goes, no, daddy, I want to make a journal for kids about kids that make a difference in the world. Wow. So, so in other words, he's going to pick 365 kids that are either authors, speakers, overcame massive challenges, and he wants to show kids that you can do anything. And I think he got that from the pandemic that he wasn't an author, and now he's an author of five, and he's like, this is not that hard, and he wants to show the kids it's possible. So. That's beautiful. And actually, our kids need to meet because my nine-year-old, I have him on the Twitter spaces sometimes for the bees, and mm -hmm. he is just filling the room with emotion. And he's like, you can do anything. Repeat after me. Never give up. I'm making a little motivational speaker out of him. He That's is awesome. Adorable, but he's, he's, had, he's had aspirations and dreams for years, and I mean years, to just help homeless people. That's what he wants to do. He just... Wants to help those that are less fortunate. When he found out that there could be homeless children in the world, his mind exploded. He was like, no, that's not a thing. Where are you like, located? They don't, a dog, they don't have a bed. That, that's not okay. Where are you located? In Dallas, Texas. Okay. So you know I'm going to Dallas in a couple of days, right? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 well, she would because uh, I, we were talking and I wanted to surprise you, Ken. See, I try to set up surprises for Ken all the time, Deanna, but uh, Ken always gets them in there and I can't. So she well, has, she's I, I ruined be them because of my Phoenix. clairvoyance. She's yes. going to, to Phoenix, but I'm trying to figure out when you're going to be there so that we could create that surprise for you. But yeah. Okay. So we'll it's not for me, it's for your son. And it's also for the world. So it's not about me. So I'm going to Dallas on the second and third and fourth, and I'm flying to Atlanta. But while I'm there, if it's possible that I can get a photo of your son and you for the key spelling movement, that'd be awesome. And then Phoenix Scottsdale's later in the month in February. Well, we know Phoenix is later in the month, but. I'm fine. Well, I, I don't. He might be talking about a different Phoenix. Which Phoenix yeah, are you talking about, Ken? I'm talking about Phoenix, Arizona. 
Uh, I know, but what dates are you talking about? What event? I'm around the 20th, about uh, Ultimate Sphere competition. Uh, yeah, it's before it. Um, we are yeah. going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, the 22nd through the 24th for the NFT Connect event. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Okay, good. Yep, so, so there'll be some nice crossover. And but we need to get a picture son, of your son, is my point. For my son, though, he's he's here. My my fiance could probably meet up with you guys or whatnot. But yeah, I'm going to Phoenix by 1.30 on wednesday so yeah. i think i might miss you but i can totally are, are you flying you. southwest no just wondering we, we want to always tell southwest they matter so did you know that we want southwest as a sponsor can you tell i love southwest i always <laughs> love southwest you know the coolest part about southwest is that you can sit where you want and it's like that's when you're like i wonder who i can network with today oh they look <laughs> Right. Well, the part I love most about them is in the key smiley movement, there are people that make changes and changes do not matter. Southwest. They're like, okay, cool. And they also, you know, um, something happened actually in Dallas that I went there um, and they shared that the key smiling card had been in the TSA area. So at love field, they put our key smiling and I got actually, I think it was three. Was it Andrea? People that went through TSA that day or the next day and, and poster on Facebook, the key smiling card is yeah when you when you were at the event in miami people were yeah. uh sharing that they're like hey i just saw this but it's actually in other it's there's one in dallas at least there was because i went through there twice and it was still there so um I, that was one that we'd left there that one time a year uh during 2020 mm -hmm. and it was still up in 2021 when i went back through by myself so yeah it's very exciting when we see the cards around I bet. So it feels like we're doing a uh, calendar coordinating. So let's, let's move to actually this show. <laughs> um, so Deanna, there's so much to talk about in a short amount of time. So let's, let's go ahead uh, and go to break very soon with where were you born? First of all, I was born in Tampa, Florida. I've heard of it by the way. And it's, it's pretty close to Orlando in case you didn't know. And Miami. I went there and for Fort the Myers in like, Two or three weeks ago. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Well, we're making a uh, Fort Myers book, a Key Smiling Fort Myers book. And by the way, this book is a book that's coming out this mm -hmm. week. And he has a podcast. And I'm going to connect you to Robert Peterson to be on his podcast because you're awesome. How about that? Just out of the okay. gate, knowing what I know in the bio, you need to be on another podcast. Absolutely. I love podcasting. It's fun. So we're going to go. And it's a great sport, too. Great, oh, yeah. great fun. Very athletic. You got half a push-up. <laughs> so we're going to go to break um, early because I want to actually go deep dive into all the things we talked about in the bio. Get ready. All right. So before we leave, let me mention our sponsors because I want to mention our feature sponsor, and that's Bees.Social. Bees.Social, the cryptocurrency, crypto education for financial literacy in the crypto world as, long, as well as NFT information. And so uh, we also want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, Voice America Influencers Channel, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com. And we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. I have just been inspired that the Night of the Roxbury sequel will happen because of you, Deanna. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and I really, I am really grateful for that. (laughs) So we know that you were born in Tampa. So let's have our audience know the amazing life you've created. Let's start with what was your childhood like? Well, my mom was a single parent, and she had multiple jobs and some working all night. So we kind of had a strict yet very um, able to be free childhood and. Sometimes that wasn't always the best thing to have as a kid, but uh, I was a bit of a shit kid. I'm not going to lie. I was smoking cigarettes early, like just being stupid, but um, you know, wasn't, wasn't too bad of a kid in in my view, especially having them. And, you know, I did, I did my thing. My sister, I had a little brother that was handicapped that, you know, I watched a lot of life happen because of his, because of his story. And, you know, it's, he's definitely an inspiration to a lot of people. And that was, you know, I didn't have much to my childhood. I had started an eating disorder pretty early on um, and kind of kept that close to the cuff for, for many, 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 many years. And, but I always sang everywhere I went. I sang at VFWs. I sang because my, my whole family's military and we used to, you know, my mom used to work at VFWs. My aunt used to work at the VFW and I would do karaoke there. And I still have fans to this day that just remember that. And it's hilarious. But um, so I would sing, I sang at someone's wedding the very first time and when I, I don't, dear God, I don't know how old I was. I think it might've been 11 or 12, but my mom will be screaming over the phone right now. No, she always knows the dates that I don't. Like <laughs> my date count is just not, it's, it's non-existent. Point is I always sang in, in any capacity I could. I had my, my cousins and my sisters, my backup singers and my dancers. And like, it was, it was ridiculous. My sister used to tell me that I had to use my real voice to sing. Though. She, she was adamant. I use your real voice. I'm like, that's what I got. <laughs> but, uh, and that, that was pretty funny. But, uh, you know, fast forward, I left home kind of well, early. Let's not, let's not go fast forward yet. Let's not go fast forward yet. So, your military upbringing and the challenges I hear, I'm always curious, they benefited you because I'm guessing you got perspective and I guess gratitude early in life about what it is to actually have a life you want to have. 
Well, my particular parents were not military. I'm not a military brat. My, my whole family, meaning my aunts and my grandparents were all military. And my dad was at one point, but I was never in my dad's life until I was after like 10 years old. But um, I believe it was 10. Again, my mom's going to yell at me for that date situation. But <laughs> So why did you choose to go to the military? Oh, God, I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was 11 years old. Again, don't know about the dates. Pretty sure I was 11. My aunt, which is uh, now the, one of the chief judiciary of the Air Force, and she has um, she works now in San Antonio. I do not know exactly what she does there, but um, I know that she has a pretty big role there. But I watched her grow in the military. She was not always, from what I remember, not always the most confident person in the world. And I watched her transform in front of my eyes. She put on her blues. And she knew who she was. And she had this, this drive and ferocity that I've never seen. And she was proud of herself. And I wanted that. And I knew from then on I wanted to be in the Air Force. And I, was, I stayed with that the whole time. Like, I never changed, never altered, never changed other than the fact that, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I obviously wanted to be a singer my whole entire life. Like, whenever you know how those password things, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's what those said. But don't so what did, you, what did you remember singing when you were a kid? Oh, first song I ever remember was a block party. I used I sang, uh, I saw the light from Winona Judd, but I used to call it, I laid a red rose because that's how it started. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I sang that at a block party and people were like, whoa, what just happened? And I used to sing Reba and I used to be called Little Reba. And it was just my whole life I've sang, my entire life. I sang in the military like 57 times. I did the national anthem for different uh retirement ceremonies and different things. And that reminds me, somebody, one of my sergeants just wrote me like two days ago and said, my entire family still remembers you singing at my retirement. Like a moment mm -hmm. we'll never forget. I'm just like, <laughs> but very, very so what's good. your favorite song to sing now? Other than my own? Yeah. Well, give your own and your favorite. Oh, so Whiskey Weather's about to come out. And I do love that song, but that is not my favorite because I'm a little deeper than that song allows me mm -hmm. to be. And um, I think one of my favorite ones is, let me think, Through the Fire is one of my favorites because it states that you can go through something and come out the other side. And it also states that, you know, you tried your hardest before you left or before you walked away that you're still a good person. Like it doesn't say that you're a quitter or that you just, you gave up on something. You, you tried your hardest. And I really love that song because it's saying like, basically saying, Hey, the way I used to explain it was I would be sitting on a bed with the house on fire and I'm sitting there with my ex because that's how much dedication I had to helping him and joining him in his pain. And I was just like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. But that's, that's what the song says. It's like, hey, I can walk through fire like barefoot because of how much I love you and how much I believe in us. But there's a, there's a quitting moment. I just can't do it anymore. Hmm. And, and well, the bridge says I have to do right by these kids. Right. So I do want to let the cat out of the bag for audience. Um, Snoop Dogg was adamant that you opened up for him. He wouldn't even do the, the show unless you did open up for him. And I was like, wow, this is quite a testament on your talent, obviously. Um, You're ridiculous. So, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but that we, I'm excited we, to hear of support. Yes. Okay. So it's quite an accolade that you'll be opening up and that Snoop gets to absorb all that energy you'll be throwing at him from the uh, audience. So what song will you be singing for that? Oh man, I'll sing them all. I will sing. One of my favorites is like rolling in the deep. I love singing that song live. Adele feels like a drop the mic song every time I sing it. Cause it's just like, and then it's just, I did that. I love it so much. That's cool. Yeah. And have you met uh, Snoop before this event coming up? I have. I have opened for him. I have emceed for his different festivals he's been at, but I've never actually met him. I, okay. he walked right past me a bunch of times, but never met him. And, uh, but Nelly, I did get to deal with Nelly on my, on my birthday last year. Okay. Well, we are going to change that. I'm, I'm putting out in the universe who are manifesting that you will not only meet him, but we will get a photo of you with him showing the appreciation he has for you with your big heart, your big voice, and the message you have. So how about that? I hope so. I mean that, by the way. I should get a picture with him. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's justified. That's, yes. I'm going to make it happen. Well, we have the Hope is Dope, uh, Keep Smiling book that he has to be in. And this is going to be the way we get there. That is awesome. I love it. Oh, my God. You should incorporate an NFT in that. I agree with you. I agree mm-hmm. with you wholeheartedly. So... Uh, Andrea was the one who has met you, talked to you, and I wanted to make sure she had an opportunity to ask and bring in a couple points that you are doing besides some of the other questions I have later. Well, first of all, we need to thank TK Klund because if it weren't for him, uh, uh, we would not have met. So Ken has gone and uh, photographed and done keep smiling pictures at the celebrity softball game in the past. And Ken wasn't able to go. I went in his place and had the opportunity to meet you. I took Austin with me, Austin and uh, from uh, Austin McHenry from from Austin. Uh, from bees.social. He's from Austin. I know. Uh, he's actually, he lives there, I believe, in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. No, and, uh, oh, does he live in Austin? Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. And uh, so he came with me, met me over there. We had a lovely time. And Deanna was the last, per- you, do you know that you were the last person that we sat and talked with that night? Yes, I do. And we talked for a really long time, which is probably Hours. what the last <laughs> Yes. And uh, since then, uh, Deanna's become involved with us with the cryptocurrency and, and learned a lot about it and was thankful for the crypto literacy information. And um, yes, uh, Deanna, there is NFTs coming with the Keep Smiling World. So that will be more details will be released uh, soon because we've come up with a way to help nonprofits through NFTs. And we're going to be using the utilizing the Keep Smiling movement to help that because we really do need funding to help create a bigger impact on the world. So thank you. You know, this is an interesting show because Nico, whose birthday today, I could have actually left that bridal show, Deanna. And Nico, her being on the show, her birthday, the book she's going to do, the book she's going to do with her son would not have existed. That was the last five minutes of the event only because when I said hello to her and I saw her work, I said, wow, your work's amazing. We just exchange numbers, and next thing we know, a month later, here we are on the show together. But Andrea met you at the conclusion of an event, too. So that's kind of an awakening. It's not just showing up, but it's actually playing big until the end and not leaving earlier than the message is that you're supposed to leave and meet the person you're supposed to meet. So it's pretty cool. I totally agree with that. Honestly, like 
there's all timing. It's all timing. And it's what you choose to do with those, those connections though, too. Like if we met and nothing came from it, then this conversation wouldn't have happened, but more happened and reaching out happened and, you know, communication got stronger and, you know, the connectivity and all of the, the goals kind of aligned and it's just been, it's been amazing, but you have to, you have to do your part too. It can't just be like, Hey, I'm in the right room at the right time. You have to put your, yourself into it. Absolutely. So I was just listening to the news this morning and they obviously are always talking about Afghanistan because it's the longest war of all time <laughs> that we've been involved in. So what was that experience like for you? And what did that open up for you? Well, um, being deployed is a different feel. It's a different set of worries that you can never really explain with words. Um, that's why there's a lot of people who only talk to other veterans because there's stuff that civilians don't understand. And I, I understand to a point how to explain it now a little bit. There's, there's a worry of, of prolonging life instead of, am I needing, am I going to make my bills make, you know, make rent? Am I going to, do I have to get gas in the morning? There's a different element and it's just very, it's very singular. And mm-hmm. it, it, it makes you kind of obsessed in a way that because we had to worry about life or death, we just worried about the here and now. Everything was amplified. All of our emotions were amplified. If we were sad, we were super sad. If we were mad, we were pissed off red. If we were depressed, it would just be a dark, dark moment. But if we were happy, it was, it was, it was yeah, happy was pretty pretty good too if it was there um but honestly like the connectivity I met and through like because I was NATO so I met a whole bunch of different people from all different walks of life in all different countries and I learned a lot about you know what other nations need and whatnot in their military forces and their their rules and whatnot but I also saw a war that just felt empty to me I didn't know I felt so small in it and helpless almost. Well, Deanna, I want to cut in and say a couple of things. First of all, thank you for your service. Um, I served as well and did not have to do any type of um, actual fighting or defending our freedom. But it's amazing how many people do not understand what it is just to step into saying you will give your life for your country. And it's a big transition just wearing the uniform and saying, I'll go. And whether you're called upon or not, just the fact that you're willing to. And the second part is I, I've seen movies and some of the most inspirational movies to me are movies where they are fighting for their brother and they're fighting for people that mean more to them than anyone they've ever met because they know they got their back. I just recently saw um, Hacksaw Ridge for the fourth time, I think uh, Mel Gibson's directed movie and, uh, and then also Outpost. Those are just two amazing movies about what it is to give service. Have you seen it? I don't think I've seen Outpost. Yeah. It's Clint Eastwood's son uh, who's, who kind of makes a a cameo as a, as a premier author. I mean, a premier actor in that, that film. What's your favorite film? Um, My favorite war film. Yeah. Braveheart. Braveheart. Have you ever seen Black Hawk Down? Huh? 
Have you ever seen Black Hawk Down? I have. I have. Um, my favorite are not the most realistic ones, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen most of them. Well, I appreciate your honesty, by the way, because I don't want to have that type of relationship with you on the air, just so you know. But, you know, honestly, it's uh, sometimes I know certain people it gets a little too dark for, mm-hmm. and some of them are way too realistic, and, but some of them make you kind of wish you were back there. And that's what I meant by I don't think I can explain it with words, but we all miss it. We all miss it when we leave. We don't know why. We can't explain that. Maybe it's the camaraderie. Maybe it's the, the fear. Maybe it's the, the adrenaline rush that you have every single day. That's why most of, you know, there's a lot of PTSD veterans out there that go through, you know, a lot of issues mental health wise because they had adrenal burnout because they were stuck the entire time and scared the entire time. And then they finally get to relax and then they can't. It's like muscle rigidity. You just can't relax. Oh, this is a gentleman we just had on the show about a week ago. Um, PTSD. Yeah. He's one of the most uh, highly decorated men from the British military, has a Victoria Cross and everything. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. So in our limited time we have together for the rest of the show before we go to rapid fire, what are you up to? What excites you? And how are you um, able to share with our audience that they can live a life they love? Well, when I found my why, which was music, it gave me a sense of purpose that I can do what I want for other people. I can do what I want for myself. We can all win. But it was also to share my, my gift with my kids. I wanted them to see me goal oriented. They didn't see me in the military. They've seen me make their lunches, kiss their boo-boos, babysit their, their dad. But no, they didn't see me have a goal, go to work every day, none of that. And I was like, I'm freaking out because they're not going to know what that feels like. They're not going to understand the workforce. They're not going to have a drive and ambition. I was scared. So I was either going to go back to work or I was going to go back to school. That was it. And I got into music. Well, I hit my knees and like literally begged God, Hey, if you don't give me something to hold on to, I'm going to let go because I have, I've battled with suicidality my whole life and it did not get better after the military. And the only thing it got better is once I found my why. And the day I got into music, I have not had, even paralyzed, had not had any suicidal ideation since then. And I truly believe, it doesn't matter what you do, find something. Find something you're passionate about because there is a reason to be here. And you don't know who you're going to help in the future. And you can brighten paths. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second. So the dose of hope is about people that have given up hope or don't know why they, there is a reason to continue living. So in your darkest, I'm guessing, paralyzed, is that one of them? No, I was not exactly the darkest when I was paralyzed, to be totally honest with you. Okay, so share with the audience what it is to still have hope or overcome something that could be darker than that. So I will actually go to my paralysis, not because I was dark, but because I was dormant. And so was about two weeks in or a week into my paralysis and I finally got to see my kids. Mind you, this happened on Mother's Day. It took me a week till I could see my kids again. And um, my son comes in with my mom and I'm keto at the time. I don't need any sugar, I don't need bread, nothing like that. So he hands me a cookie 
And I'm like, I don't eat that. And my mom was like, for God's sakes, eat the cookie. Your son has been freaking out and crying that this is mom's cookie. The cookie said, the world will soon be ready for your mini talents. And it told me that this is in the plan, that I need to find the good in all of these situations and find out who I can help in the process. And I became a beacon of hope. I started recovering online. You know, when you feel your lowest, reach out. If you feel like those who cannot do teach, kind of, kind of do that. If you feel low and you don't feel pretty and you don't, if you feel fat, if you feel, you know, judged, put yourself out there. It makes you feel better. It really does. Like mm-hmm. I was at my lowest. I did, couldn't move. I obviously couldn't work out. I was not the skinniest human being on the world. What, what but, caused it? Um, there is no cause and there is no cure as you well know. Mm-hmm. But I happened to have a tetanus shot six days prior. So, you know, Barry Shore, the person who handed me a key smelling card is the only reason that we're actually having a conversation that would be relevant to this topic. Say that again. Barry Shore had the same syndrome. That's and what Andrea This gentleman I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's the one who handed So he handed me this card after, and he's still um, not 100%, but he does walk with a, with a cane and he is like a prophet and he shares as he calls it, the ambassador of joy for what it is to actually live a life that is jubilant, a life that you can choose to be happy and smile. So he's the one who awakened me after seven year journey of trying to find what my purpose is by handing me simply a card. And it's amazing what you're sharing because this is the relevance of what it is to actually have everything taken away and realize how much you had. I agree. I completely agree. And I really, I really do want to connect with him. I think we could do some really cool things together. Um, I used to hear from, from my fans or people that were trying to support me and that they're like, you're so strong. No, most people would give up. I'm like, who would give up? Nobody would give up. And I had no credit for myself just because I just kept trying to get up. And I would hear all the time, like, you're doing this. And it kind of pissed me off every once in a while. I'm like, I'm not some superhuman person. Like I want to be vulnerable too. Like I can't just be strong, but in, in the process of having to be strong, I became stronger. Like it's hard to explain, but when you, when you know you're helping someone else through something, it's easier for you to defeat it. Well, I'm really, I'm really proud to know you and that you would share this because uh, Barry had to overcome something very similar. And so there's that relationship, there's that common message, and there's also that sign that we all um, need to get through things that challenge us. Absolutely. But it's not very similar. It was the same thing. He had Guillain-Barre. Yeah, exactly. Like It is. It's a rare disease that doesn't have a lot of awareness, but it's not as rare as we think. It's just because it has a short-lived lifespan in some people's lives. It's just a blip in their timeline. So it doesn't get as much awareness and as much, you know, publicity behind it. But after I, after I had it and people are like, what is that? Then Travis Frederick, the cowboy had it. And then you find out that your, your uncle had it and your grandma's friend had it. And you know, your neighbor's mom had it. And you're like, what is this? Guillain-Barre, Gillian Barr is what people know it as because no one can pronounce it. But like, it's just, we need more awareness behind it. That's for sure. I agree. And uh, unfortunately, our show is coming 
close to a close. So I want to make sure we ask some of the rapid fire questions, but we're going to put a link in so there is more awareness and we are going to make sure the connection and possibly the two of you are on the air together uh, would be magical. So let, let's ask you uh, some questions about um, things we haven't had a chance to ask yet. For instance, a book that changed your life. Well, actually, it was more recent than not. I've read a lot of books in my lifetime, but uh, Project Greenlight from Mac McConaughey. Isn't that amazing? Actually. Isn't that awesome? And it actually inspired me, and it's the kind of the same way I'm writing my book now. I'm writing it, but I'm also authoring it on an audio form. Awesome. Andrea? What is a song that really gets you moving and grooving? Like you're like, that is the song I'm going to play because I want to be happy in the moment. Well, I love Fancy from Reba McIntyre because it also tells you, you know, you can come from nothing and, and grow and be something great, even though, even if it's hard along the way or people can judge you. It's like, bring it on. I love that song. It's empowering. Not a prostitute, but it's okay. So who's a, who's a, a person or two that you'd love to meet? For one, Reba. Reba. Definitely Reba. She is one of my lights in this industry. Um, I would also absolutely love to meet Alana, uh, Lorna Lena. Lorna Lena, okay, cool. I love her Great. story, I love her drive, and you know, she's really done something for, for women in the music industry, I think. And for sake of uh, uh, time, Ken, if you'd get in your last question and then sure. we uh, need to go to What quote do you live by? Yeah. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, actually. My fiance says it all the time and I, I just kidnapped it. But you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Amen. So uh, since you've mentioned your fiance and your children, you can give a quick shout out to all of them by name if you'd like. I love you, Adam. I love you, Aiden, Reed, and Ailey. And follow your dreams because you know I do. Awesome. So it has been wonderful, Deanna, to amplify you as a leader, a person who inspires, and a future Dose of Hope author. And we would love to help you any way we can with your book because we're very committed to legacy and impact. So we're going to Dallas for an event where we're actually honoring 100 authors and 100 movers and shakers. So we'd love to have you a part of that journey. That's awesome. Absolutely. I'd love to and know. We want to remind uh, people to uh, see Deanna. Uh, you can go to nftconnect.one, nftconnect.one to get your tickets to uh, go find out how you can either come uh, virtually or in person live in Phoenix to see her open for uh, Snoop Dogg. So uh, that would be lovely. And Snoop is uh, probably going to text me later saying that we need to bring him on soon so he can share your praises as well. Absolutely. And don't forget to go to www.deannawheeler.com. I will not forget that, Deanna. I will not forget that. And we're going to put that in the link as well. So this is Ken Roshan and Amplified and Voice America. We are so happy to have people like Deanna and Nico, who's celebrating her birthday today, share the joy of what it is to lead, create community, and inspire hope. We hope that you will connect with us and share your story that inspires hope so that you have a bigger message and you actually show up in the world the way you should. Andrea, our sponsors. Uh, thank you. That is Bees.Social, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Voice America Influencers Channel, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, and Perfect Publishing. And don't forget the KeepSmilingMovement.com. Thank you all. 
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.